Welcome to Devotional. We are on lesson number two, and this is day seven for Friday, January 11th. So we are winding down the week in a beautiful way. I told you this week was going to be very hope-filled, very encouraging as Jesus begins to speak to the churches. Uh, I have a question for you as we close this week's lesson. Um, would you want to see, to get clearer views of Jesus if this meant you experiencing persecution, trials, and difficulties? Uh, I think it's a powerful question that... Um, it closes out the week after all that we have seen. Would you want to see clearer views of Jesus if it meant persecution, trials, and difficulties? In 2 Timothy chapter 3, we have a question, a statement rather, uh, by Paul. In verse 12, it says, Yes, and all who desire to live godly lives in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. So 2 Timothy 3.12 uh, begs that question. If you want to live a life that reveals you have Jesus in you, do you want Him to be the light that shines in your life? That You are going to go against the grain of this world. And it will mean that it's just not an option. You will experience trials, difficulties. Now, I want to read to you something from Friday's lesson that will encourage us to never draw back because this is a reality, a living reality. All who want to live godly lives will, not may or perhaps, but will suffer persecution. We are living in enemy territory. This is how the lesson closes out. The appearance of Christ to John should be to all, believers and unbelievers, an evidence that we have a risen Christ. It should give living power to the church. I want that. At times, dark clouds surround God's people. It seems as if oppression and persecution would extinguish them. But at such times, the most instructive lessons are given. Christ often enters prisons and reveals himself to his chosen ones. He is in the fire with them at the, t the stake. That's the stake where people get burned, where martyrs would give their lives for Christ. As in the darkest night, the stars shine the brightest, so the most brilliant beams of God's glory are revealed in the deepest gloom. The darker the sky, the more clear and impressive are the beams of the Son of Righteousness, the risen Savior. You know, you look at the Bible, Old and New Testament, the experiences of the Red Sea and Pharaoh's armies. That was Israel's uh, dark night. They left, uh, you know, at night it was dark. And they were uh, coming to the Red Sea. They could hear the waves. They could see that there's just no other way to go around this. And they could hear Pharaoh's armies. And all they could hear and see is, we're dead. We're done for. We're going to be extinguished. Yet that dark, that darkest night began to reveal to them God's awesome power in the parting of the sea, the drowning of uh, Pharaoh's armies, and making them free. Tremendous revelations, the fiery furnace, the lion's den, and now John in the prison of Patmos. It is at these darkest, loneliest moments where 
glimpses of God can come in ways that we have never seen before. You know, we, we're going back to Michigan and we're looking forward to uh, Gianna opening up a gift that was in theory <laughs> given to her here in Puerto Rico, but she'll get to experience it in Michigan because it was shipped. Uh, one, her auntie, uh, Eli, she heard uh, Gianna over the past couple of months talk about some of the things that get her excited. And we have Gianna watch some videos on science and various things, and she's become very interested in the stars. So her TTLE uh, bought her a telescope. And um, we're looking forward to engaging it, but I'm already trying to envision where, where, where will we set this up to begin with? Because we have a lot of trees. Maybe now that it's winter time, we won't have to worry about leaves blocking the view and just giving us a very narrow window into the sky. But more than that, we live in Canton near a major road with lots of lights, <laughs> lots of lights around us. And it made me think we live also close to Detroit a city that is on at night. We have refineries and of course the casinos and all these places that lit up the night sky on earth. And because of those earthly, those bright earthly lights, we can't see the bright stars that shine at night. The earthly super artificial light blinds us to the lights that have been used to guide and give orientation as far as navigation goes to many people for millennia. So I began to think, man, it'd be great if we could bring this telescope to Puerto Rico because here we are in a tiny little island in the middle of a dark ocean at night. Here, it's dark. When I lived in South Dakota, in Hermosa, South Dakota, we lived far enough from Rapid City that it was pitch black at night. And when you walked out in a moonless night, the stars, you could just see millions of them. Stars that you had never noticed had always been there. And so I'm looking forward to the, 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 using the telescope, but I'm realizing we will need to find a very, very dark place. Maybe go up to the Upper Peninsula, take it with us to a ministerial retreat, because certainly there, far away from the human-created artificial lights at night, we will be able to see the lights God has created, the things that we use for millennia to give direction and orientation when we were lost in the dark night. You may find yourself right now in some of the darkest chapters of your life, and you may be wanting, wondering what, what to do right now. What's the purpose of this? Well, this is one of the opportunities that the Word of God presents to you and I in our darkest moments, to open God's Word and to allow this darkness of isolation, darkness of trials, darkness of sickness, whatever that experience may entail, as we open God's Word, you will see revelations of God's love for you in ways that you may never have seen before. I'm going to read to you one last time that sentence. As in the darkest night, the stars shine the brightest, so the most brilliant beams of God's glory are revealed to us, to you and I, in our deepest gloom. So, though God hurts, God is with us, God also will reveal Himself to us in ways we have never seen Him before. And those revelations can only come 
when it is sufficiently dark around us, when things and people and uh, money and whatever all these things have failed us. The things we were so sure of have failed us and the only thing we have left is God. There's a singer named Andre Crouch who sang a song that I sang a youth group for probably years and never really paid much attention to it until I was denied my green card. And it began my journey of almost three decades of being an illegal immigrant here in the States. And that song now meant something for me because my lights had gone out. <laughs> I was in darkness. And I remember that song through it all. You may have heard of it. You can YouTube it. Um, search for it online to listen to it but through it all has this one stanza that says if I never had a problem I wouldn't have known that God could solve them and I wouldn't have known what faith in God in his word could do that became my reality because it, it, God did not answer me by giving me a green card he answered me by giving me revelations of his love, his power to open up doors, his powers to create opportunities for me to grow as a human being that did not necessitate me having a green card. I needed God. And so do you. And it's in the deepest glooms that our priorities are corrected and we understand most fully what Jesus meant when he said, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added on and you're no longer pursuing God for all these things you now want to see Jesus more and more for who he is this will be the result of us engaging the book of Revelation I am eager to start next week again as we continue in this study of the God that shines brightest in our darkest moments